0: Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the National Treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, he's the Stallion, I'm the Enforcer, and I'm hanging on by a thread. I'm hanging on by a thread for this show today. It's the beginning of my vacation, and it's been quite the whirlwind to get here. The, uh, the Enforcer's turning the old 47 this Sunday, and what I'm doing is I'm taking time off of work, because if not, I'm going to blow my brains out. Can you read the hat? Can you read the hat? It's not just a band. It's not a gimmick. It's who I am. Um, but here we are, man. Listen, Joe. I appreciate you staying up until I don't know half past a monkey's ass. Now it's what is like one thirty in the morning to uh, do this, uh, this show, and here we are. You, we're talking everything G One, Joe. G One, Joe. By the way, most people don't know. Um, Joe is not a big. He would watch the big matches uh, for New Japan Pro Wrestling. He'd find them on Daily Motion. Don't tell Gato. Um, and uh, you know, Joe this year has taken to watching every single match of the G1 Tag Matches, Young Boy Matches, and he has transformed himself from the old crotchety, angry Joe to this new incarnation that I call G1 Joe. What does G1 Joe mean? G1 Joe to me means every time of the day, every and any text message, the man sends me an effing Yano gift back. And every time, no matter the situation, I pop. I pop like WrestleMania 17 main event pop. My favorite one's when Yano just does his shoulder shrug, and it's 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 classic, Joe. I'm glad after probably six years of me watching New Japan Pro Wrestling, you've finally taken on the role of Yano's biggest supporter and number one monthly DVD purchaser.
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's a... It's, uh... First, first time I've invested my 999 yen for,
0: um, 1000 yen
1: for, yeah, for, uh, New Japan world. So, and, uh, you know, we set, we set up a challenge for, for each of, each of us, which was to watch every single match for every single night of the G1 tournament. So that's 18 nights plus the final. Um, as you mentioned, every single tag match, whether it's the young, young lions and, uh, you know, or the whatever else was going on on the shows, including the, the tournament matches. And,
0: oh, uh, wait, not young boys, right? Young lines, gotcha. Yeah,
1: and uh, we we succeeded. We even though sometimes we were behind a, a couple a day or so, but uh, we we did it. We avoided spoilers as best we could, and uh, finally the G one concluded on this past Monday, the twelfth, with uh, Kota Ibushi as the winner and so he is currently in line for a iwgp heavyweight title match at the wrestle kingdom show or shows i think it's two nights next year in uh, january of 2020 so um
0: now let's um let's hearken harken or hark what's the word am i hearkening? harken let's hearken. yeah let's hearken back to our g1 prediction show joe who did you predict in each block and who did you predict winning
1: I believe I have to go look at the tape. Uh, I think I had... Oh, in block A, I want to say I had um, Bad Luck Follet. And in block B, I think I had Yano. I believe that's... I had Bad Luck... Why are you flipping me off on this podcast? That's that's un, that's unnecessary and cruel. Now you're flipping me off twice. Listen, I know that you're angry. I just don't feel that you should be taking it out on me on air that's all i'm just gonna say
0: first and foremost one oh, i deep. just got done cleaning up dog poop and urine it's a, a lot of it it's a different i'm finger, cranky different finger you have up now okay two i need you to put on the big boy pants and come to this wedding with me tomorrow it's a little bit of uh, behind the scenes need you at this wedding and three who'd you really choose I really chose
1: Will Osprey in Block A and Naito in Block B, I believe, and I had Naito winning the tournament. I believe that those are my picks, if I remember incorrectly.
0: They were. Um, I think you also you had Will Osprey edging out Okada, I believe. Um, unless here are my picks. I had Tetsuya Naito and Kota Ibushi, and I had Kota Ibushi winning the tournament. Take it to the bank, Joe. Take it to the bank. I was a little surprised by the Jay White gimmick. Um Well, there's a lot we can talk about. I don't know where you want to start because this show was uh this show was good. Jay White losing his first three matches, right? Or the first four?
1: First three matches to all, all to members of chaos.
0: Yeah, that and then I and you and I both discounted Jay White. Is that fair to say?
1: Well, I think so. You know, I mean, you don't know how the, I mean, considering how they started that, that particular block, which was the B block with Jay White losing his first three matches and, and John Moxley winning his first five, uh, it was tough to, at that point, see, you know, him making his way all the way back and then and Moxley losing a bunch of matches based on how they booked him so far. But they uh, worked it in such a way where they had Moxley lose a few, one of them by, by countout. And uh, Jay White went on a winning streak. And on the last day of night 18 of uh, the G1 Climax, they had a situation where any any one of four four guys could have won. Um, Moxley, Jay White, Naito, and Goto were the four possibilities. And in the main event of the last night, Jay White beat Naito to uh, win the block. So it all kind of played out over the couple of, you know, the, the four or five weeks of the tournament that way. But at the time, when he was 0-3, yeah, it looked pretty uh pretty dire for uh, New Zealand's Jay whiteo
0: do you know what Jay whiteo white white Jay whiteo do you know why it came down to those four guys Joe do you know why do I know why yeah I don't know is this a trick question no no true true, true question true true legit question I'll tell you why because on night three night three do you remember the words that you said to me about block B?
1: Uh, I think I said I wanted more competition, perhaps, or something along those lines.
0: Need more suspense, more competition in Block B. So what did I do? I took to my Twitter. I got Ghetto, Jotto, Juice. I talked to all the all the bigwigs. Everybody that runs New Japan. Got delirious. And I said, I, I want more competition. What do we do, Joe? He delivered down the stretch one of... I don't know. I, it would be tough for me to say that this was not the best G one I've ever seen. Based on the field on both sides, the matches that were put in, um, it was delivered. At, and the going into who's texting me at ten thirty at night show? Turn my phone off. I don't want. To, I I can't do this right now. Going into night four on the last night, those four guys. Any of them had a legitimate shot at winning that block. Um, I was surprised by the booking of Moxley. I didn't hate it. Uh, I like how they came out and they made him look strong. And then Juice getting that win over him, I think, set up the IWGP US title uh, rematch very well. But I also just heard, and it's on the internet, so it's got to be true, that Moxley is booked through Tokyo Dome 2020.
1: Yeah, it's very possible. I, I don't know. Um, I wasn't sure at the time when the last night, uh, night 18, when he, he lost to Juice, uh, how long he was going to be with New Japan or how long he's going to be wrestling in New Japan. Of course, All Out is in uh, two weeks. So he's going to be back in the States fighting uh, Kenny Omega uh, on that show. But I guess I was anticipating a rematch with Juice Robinson where he would potentially drop the U.S. title and then you know come back. Um what I didn't realize until today, and you will probably remember this better than me, hopefully, um, the New Japan show that's coming up in a couple of weeks where Minoru Suzuki is going to be challenging Okada.
0: Royal Quest.
1: Royal Quest. Is that the same day? Now, I know there's time differences, but I think I read today that it's the same day as the NXT UK show and the All and Out show. All
0: Out. I believe it's the 31st, yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot, of, a lot of wild stuff happening there, but I guess my point with that is just that obviously moxie will not be wrestling on uh, both shows in the same day i don't believe so maybe they'll save the u.s title for uh i don't know a future show in new japan later this year or i don't know if they're gonna drag it all the way out to january but uh yeah i mean he, he had a nice run in the tournament despite the fact that he lost his last few um you know him and juice seem to have developed a nice a nice feud pretty much right off the bat as soon as he got there so that that was a nice a nice plus for them and uh I think one of the things that happened on the last night as well. Oh no, excuse me. On the, the finals card was uh, an angle with Kenta. Uh, Kenta the joining the Bullet Club, which I guess is one thing. You know, he kind of turned on Ishi in the tag mat, in a tag match that he was in. He joined Bullet Club, but that then led to Ketsu Shibata making a an appearance and doing some physical activity in the ring. So what was your reaction to seeing Shibata kind of do some in-ring activity at the, uh, the G1 Final show?
0: Joe, this is a true story. Um, to me, it was the, the whole angle, the setup, everything was the best thing I've seen in recent memory. I am the—I love Shibata. Shibata— the way it ended, his career ended, I think, was was terrible. But if you ask Shibata, that's probably how he would end it in the ring. When Shibata came back at the G1 two years ago, and it was unannounced, and his music hit, and the place erupted like I've never heard a Japanese crowd do. It was it was absolutely unbelievable. It's one of the most emotional moments I've ever, I've ever seen. The entire place is crying. Um, I watch it frequently. Um, uh for Shibata to I think what happened was when they announced Kenta for the G1, Shibata's music played, and I think it was like almost a little bit of a swerve, everybody's like, oh, you know, Shibata might be coming back for the G1. Shibata still to this day is not clear to wrestle. As far as I know, he is not clear to wrestle. Nobody thought, like, I kind of thought, all right, Shibata brought in Kenta and that's it. It's just a good way to get Kenta over with the crowd, kind of, you know, because they looked at him as a traitor. Kenta had some mixed reactions. By the way, his matches weren't that good. Spoiler. Hate to be that guy. He looked a little bit off. um, Compared to that Will Ospreay match, he had like three or four botches. It was pretty bad. The angle with the Bullet Club, the angle with Shibata coming back, his music didn't play. He ran out. He sprinted to the ring. When he threw the first forearm, I effing jumped. I lost my mind. I was like, ah! And I'm like, all right, a little bit of, and then they he followed him in the corner with the running boot, and then he did the double drop kick. Joe, I'll tell you, it was it was one of the greatest anything pro wrestling wise I've ever seen because it speaks to the character, but it also speaks to a dude coming back from injury and everything they say about Shibata is he's quiet, he's soft spoken, he's polite, he doesn't around. Right, you mess up, you're doing your five, you know, your 500 squats. He's running the dojo, and he's doing a hell of a job of the dojo, based upon what we saw from the LA guys the entire um, time. But I, if everything they did, I don't say this often, was perfect. They did everything perfect for that angle because the love that the crowd and the fans have for Shibata, I don't think, I don't know of anybody that is that not, it's not over. It's they're emotionally invested in him because of how much he's given to the people and how giving the people that match ended his career and they love him for it. To turn Kenta, who was just starting to get the respect of those people, heel, and have Kenta sit and do the Shibata pose on top of him and everybody like doing the below-too-sweep, I hate them. I hate them because of how good of a job that they did when the crowd like if this was in the 80s in mid-south there would have been a riot there's no, that crowd was just furious and no gone are the days of the bullet club being the, oh cool too sweet we're selling merch no like these guys are dicks nobody it's not cool to like them anymore it's cool in america to like the, the, the god fine but the Bullet Club as a whole are no longer like the, the 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 cool NWO kind of guys. They're the the ghetto hitting you while you're not looking with with the with the Singapore Kane and the Jay White, who's incredibly unlikable. Like this is, might be, I don't want to say the best version of the Bullet Club, but it might be the first time they're actually true heels that people legitimately root against.
1: Yeah, I mean the angle overall, as you stated, was very very effective. Um... You know, like you said, I, unfortunately, I think in some in some cases it makes people think that Chibata may come back to wrestling, and maybe he will. We don't. I mean, but although the news out there, the word, right, is that he's he's still not cleared. And they obviously his head injury was very serious, and he's not able to wrestle again. But
0: he's still in a coma. He almost died. Le- he legitimately almost died. It's not a storyline. He had swelling on the brain. He was in a coma. He almost died. Yeah. So.
1: Um, but yeah, it was super impactful angle. I mean, maybe they decided to you know, he could do some things, and they used it to. Did you blow your background? Is that what you did?
0: Yeah, I don't know. That was a thing. Sorry, that's I'm just. Cool. That's cool. I'm not trying to make a point here or anything. Um, um, I'm very listen. This is the most invested angle I'm in, so I'm I'm very interested to hear what you're saying.
1: No, yeah, no. So that's that's all. I mean, I think it was I think it was very effective in in getting uh, Kenta kind of some extra heat uh, with the Bullet Club, which I guess he needed because, like you said, he kind of was getting some mixed reactions. People were maybe lukewarm to his matches and things like that, and. Uh, this should add should add to that um,
0: dude how long sorry how long did this angle take to put together two months maybe two and a half months they pulled off what I will say right now is the greatest angle at least this year in professional wrestling I don't think there's another angle that has this many people as invested I don't think there's another angle that got that did what it was intended to do if they book this from the beginning the way it is, it got the most heat on Kenta. It got the most heat on the Bullet Club. It had a return of a uh, of a figure that everybody loves. Like it did every single thing it was meant to do, and it took them what six weeks. That's amazing when you think about that.
1: So you liked it better than the Becky Lynch Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans feud that was booked
0: over a few months in WWE? Or? You're are you tri- Listen, are you asking? T- are you trying to get me to curse? No. Because I'm I'm, I'm so close. Uh, I, I finished an Americano, a very large one. Uh, yes, I liked it better than that. I absolutely – I think we might have a little bit of dog interference right now. Just giving you a heads up? No. Dog-fearance. Uh, dog-fearance. God bless these guys. Well,
1: while we're on that note of, of dogs, and um, I don't really know – that's not really a good segue. But anyway, I'm going to switch it over to the only other – the one other thing I wanted to talk about from the final show was the tag match between Okada and Tanahashi versus Suzuki and Zack Sabre which resulted in Suzuki pinning Okada cleanly with a gotch Pile Driver and then stating his claim to wanting an IWGP heavyweight title shot uh, given that he was quote unquote left out of the G1 and then went ahead and pinned pinned the champion on the uh, on the last night. So how did you feel about that angle? How did you feel about Suzuki getting a title shot, Um, how do you feel about, I guess, the booking of the fact that he was left out of the G1, was just working tag matches for most of the tour, I guess pretty much only working tag matches for most of the tour, Uh, and then he gets a, a win on the champion on the final night and earns a title shot. How did you feel that that was done overall?
0: I'm in for a penny, in for a pound on everything Minoru Suzuki. He had uh, great showings, and I understand why he wasn't in the G1. He's not getting any younger, and he doesn't have to be wrestling, you know, 18, 19, 20 days in a row to prove his point. Um, Him, he was just as effective walking in there, dropping Okada on his head, throwing some water on him, kicking a red Narita in the face, cutting a great promo, and being on his way. I, I, I love it. And while we're talking about that, uh, the Royal Quest card, the top three matches, Kenta versus Tomohiro Ishii for the never open title, Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. for the British uh, heavyweight title for Rev Pro, and then Minoru Suzuki versus Okada for the IWGP title. It's going to be real tough to beat those top three matches. And those matches, were they were created uh, all through the G1 and really mostly on the final night. So I'm uh, I'm excited for that show, I'm excited for anything Minoru Suzuki. And you know who else had a um had a really good showing? Uh, not Kojima. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Not Tanahashi. Who else left out of the uh, the G One this year? Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi, thank you. His record was i don't know he had a very good red think some he had a really good record and chase owens record was like seven and two or seven and three with pins but i don't expect them to really do anything with chase owens no offense to chase owens but he always kind of seems like that extra added guy um in the bullet club so i think all in all there were a couple of guys that you know maybe didn't get the the rub from the g1 this show like to me hiroki goto it really did him no favors um but a guy that did impress me and put on big-time matches and then, you know, right after the G1 announced that he will be going to the heavyweight division, Shingo Takagi. Joe, as a guy who's never seen Shingo before, what did you think? I mean, the only
1: match I had seen from Shingo was the the match he had with Osprey at the end of the uh, Best of the Super Juniors tournament, which was obviously very good. Um, but he, you know, he... I didn't know much about him until I read up on him, so I hadn't seen a lot of his, his matches historically. But his, you know, his matches in the tournament were all very good. I think uh, the announcers were talking on the last night about uh, who the MVP of the tournament was between Shingo and Ishii, just in terms of match quality and um, Ishii all day. Yeah, but they, I think some of them went with Shingo, and I, I I don't really know that you could argue that, just in the sense of like it was his first, you know, first time going through it, and he had a lot of really killer matches. He works at a at a great speed, so. Um you know, he was really good. Uh, I think that, you know, there was a lot of strong, strong wrestlers in the field this year, uh, you know, overall, the 20 guys, right? I don't know that you could really pick out more than a, one or two that were not really strong, you know, in-ring singles wrestlers. So it just led to a lot of good matches.
0: Needs more Yano, though, am yeah. right? Uh, Shingo, it, it's funny because Shingo's a junior heavyweight, which, I mean, LOL to the thought that uh, Shingo's a junior heavyweight. But when he matched up against Ishii and they stood toe to toe in the center of the ring, Shingo was like twice his size. So at that rate, should Ishii go to the juniors, Joe? I believe.
1: I believe that uh, I I read maybe it was the day of the finals that Shingo declared himself to be a uh, a heavyweight. So uh, that's that's his that's his thing now.
0: Oh yeah, no. I, I just is it the right time for Ishii to move down? Is what I'm saying.
1: You know, I'll, you I'll, talk, he cut, I'll talk to Ishii. I'll let you know. All right.
0: You think uh, he can cut fifty pounds to get down there? What do you think Shingo weighs? Two thirty?
1: Uh, I guess. If I guess, yeah, I would say like two two twenty five, two thirty, something like that, maybe.
0: Um, and Will Osprey, I, I think he's still going to kind of go in between both. Right? He's going to kind of do his thing in the uh, in the junior division, but he's going to come up for the big matches, maybe the tag matches. What's going on with Will Osprey?
1: Well, I don't know. He is going to be in the in the Super J Cup. In uh, about two weeks, in that in that tournament, but you know he did beat Hiroshi Tanahashi on the last night of the A Block, so it seems like they are at least trying to toe the line with him, um, you know, give him an opportunity to maybe move up to heavyweight after he drops the junior heavyweight title at some point potentially, uh, but we'll see, you know, what's in store for for Will uh, going forward. But he was another another guy that really stood out with his performances in uh, the A Block of the tournament.
0: I'm going to ask you a couple questions, then we're going to wrap this up. Um, wrap what up. Was your favorite, What was your favorite match in the tournament? Uh,
1: there's a lot, uh, but I think that the first one that comes to mind is the uh, <laughs> it's the Will Ospreay and Okada match for me. Personally, uh, that's the first one that comes to mind. There's a bunch that were really good. Ishii had a lot of good matches, so it's hard for me to pick just one, but I'm going to go with uh, Okada and Osprey
0: uh for me it was ishii and shingo but are you are you shaking your head because you can hear in the background is that why
1: no i'm not not at all
0: okay so if uh it's very very tight it's chaos it's just literally chaos in my house right now um for me it was like i said it was shingo and ishii that really showed to me that shingo can handle the heavyweights and uh it's awesome everybody's so thirsty <laughs> it's a chance. It sounds like a chance. It's a big wow. guy. Chance. He's, he's, lopping, that, he's you know? sopping great. up that water. That's good. Um, That's good radio.
1: So Ishi and, and Shingo. Yes, that was very good. That was a very good match as well. Uh, like, like, you, like we were saying, Ishii had a lot of really good matches. Shingo had a lot of really good matches. um You know, against different guys. I, th- I mean, I said it's hard. To, I don't really know there's anybody. The only person I could say I feel like a jerk saying it, but you know, that I felt like did not have a great tournament. Is you know it's probably Kenta, yeah, you know, and maybe Bad Luck Fale, but I mean I don't really expect much out of Bad Luck.
0: Follet. Oh, Bad Luck Fale is the new wrestler, winning with cradles, spladles, roll ups. He's really putting his time in. He's going to the Area Fifty One soon. I'm, I really hope that works out pretty well for him. Me too. Um, I just want to uh, I want to say one thing about New Japan before we wrap it up. The uh, did you see the uh, Super J Cup? announcement you see uh the, the brackets for that
1: i did take a brief look at the brackets uh recently i challenged you to a bracket challenge for that tournament see if uh see if which one of us comes out victorious on that if we if we remember to do it
0: well once we uh once everybody that i mean we reached out to uh force about 12 people in this tournament so i would assume they're going to get back to us real soon and then we could have them on talking about the show
1: That sounds great
0: well probably sitting there saying where can we follow you two idiots on social media at all night long wp every single where you every social media venue you have twitter at all night long wp facebook facebook.com slash all night long wp and youtube.com slash all night long wrestling podcast and there is more pro wrestling out there than new japan believe it or not Um, There are a couple of big progress shows coming up, and there's a very easy way for you to check that out. You go to powerslam.tv, use the promo code all night long, and for the first 30 days, 30 days, you watch for free. Joe, I know you're going through withdrawal symptoms right now. There's no G1. You can start a progress one, baby. Work your all the way up to 93 where we are right now, so... There's plenty of options. Powerslam.tv, and they're adding content left and right. They're adding um, – their CCW shows are on there. There's NYWC shows on there. And rumor has there might be some more podcasts on there. I don't know. You wonder what I'm – dog toy, buddy. It's a stress ball. But, again, at All Night Long, WP everywhere you go. And, again, powerslam.tv. Use our promo code All Night Long for the first 30 days on us. It's another edition of the all-night-long wrestling podcast in the books. He is your host. He is the stallion. That's who he is. Yeah, and I'm the Enforcer, and we're Tapping Out. Let oh, yes. him play, Joe.